Well, hello and welcome back to yet another episode of the Asking for a Friend podcast. And this is an elder-led ministry of Believers Baptist Church in Emory, Texas. And today we have a special edition for Valentine's Day 2023. But my name is Duffy Henderson and I'm going to be your host. The Asking for a Friend podcast exists as a weekly resource for the edification and the benefit of God's people. Here we hope to provide helpful, thoughtful, and most importantly, biblical material as we address everyday life questions and issues. So if you find this podcast helpful, please take a few moments to share it with someone that you think would also benefit from it. Thanks for listening in today, and may the Lord bless this episode in particular greatly to you as a means of grace for your spiritual growth and your benefit. And like I've said already, today we have a special edition, kind of out of the norm, um, and I wanted to to talk with a couple from our church. Um, We actually had Kyle um, on a couple of months ago to kind of have a solo episode to kind of uh, to ask who is Kyle Slaymaker and this is a follow-up of sorts asking um, Kyle and Natalie his wife I'll, I'll let them introduce themselves in just a minute um, to uh, to talk to them and ask them about how their marriage has gone uh, in their their many years of marriage but also specifically with this cultural concept of Valentine's Day and kind of how that has impacted them and just thought that it might be an interesting conversation for uh, specifically married couples, maybe with children, um, and and that sort of thing. So first of all, Kyle, Natalie, thanks for coming on to the podcast today. Um, we're recording today in your dining room. Yeah. It's wonderful to be yes. here. We're not at the church. Yes. Um, how are y'all today? Good. Thanks for having us on. We're glad to do it. Yes, uh, doing well. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, glad, glad to be able to, yes. to do this. I'm a little and, nervous, but... Yeah. That's okay. okay. That's okay. Everyone gets nervous behind microphones. It's all right. And this one is strapped to your head. Yes. (laughs) We've got these headsets that are really fancy for podcast (laughs) recording. Um, But yeah, I'm excited today to to discuss it. I almost uh, was going to ask Stephanie, my wife, to come and kind of co-host with me so we could talk, but I know that she would be terrified to do that herself. And so we could have been terrified together. <laughs> we, maybe in the future we could there do something go. like that. Uh, but today we want to, and this will be a briefer episode, uh, we just, I had some questions lined up and I want to kind of hear from Natalie and Kyle um, just some helpful things, maybe some advice for young couples, um, so, and hear some of the advice that they've been given. And guys, how long have y'all been married? Uh, we've been married for 18 years. 18 okay, years. awesome. Yep. Praise so, the Lord for that. Yes. Um, I don't know how that happened. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 18. It's gone fast. Long marriages are, are a yes. praise and a grace of God. Yes. <laughs> yep. They are. Right. Exactly. Yes. Um, I just, yesterday, uh, Jared and I recorded an episode. If you've already heard this one at this point, uh, the episode will have already come out, but we're talking about in, uh, this year in 2023, Stephanie and I, my wife will be uh, celebrating nine years of marriage. So halfway yes. to where you there guys you are. Yes. yes. And we, we pray that the Lord will continue to sustain that marriage. Yes. Um, and so part of the, the episode today is going to be talking about God's grace whenever we are, um, when we fail our spouses, um, when we fail at what our duties are um, and expectations, um, what God has expected of us as husbands, as wives, and uh, that, that can be um, detrimental to a marriage if those things aren't corrected, mm-hmm. right, in a biblical right. manner. Um, and so <clears throat> so first question on the, the episode today is just a little bit about both of your history, and you can bring in whatever you'd like, but it can be brief, um, and the dating period and early portion of your marriage. So really what I'm, I'm asking here is, um, the, that new, um, 
that, that falling in love period, that time where you remember that you reminisce, because we all know that that goes away. You know, yep. it, it comes back every once in a while, but that, right. that initial um, fire that forges the marriage at the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, well, uh, Natalie and I met, uh, well, we, we did not date long. We met about 19 years ago. Uh, we met through some mutual friends. Uh, Natalie was uh, up in Alaska. She's uh, originally from Texas. There's mm-hmm. a kind of a backstory that that we don't necessarily have to get into today, but uh, she found herself uh, up in Alaska, and um, we had some mutual friends that, that introduced us. We would hang out from time to time, mm-hmm. and uh, my buddy was like, hey, I think, I think you should ask Natalie out, and I was like, ah... I don't know. I wasn't really, uh, I wasn't sure if uh, she was in my league, but uh, <laughs> but he convinced me to uh, to go for it, and, uh, and I asked her out, and um, and we started dating uh, early on. It was, you know, she was unlike any other girl I'd ever dated before. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess her being from Texas and it's me only ever. Texas girl. Yeah, yeah. I found someone from Texas, and I latched on. Good for you, Latched brother. on with Good both arms, you. strong. Found you a Texas so. girl. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, Way to go, man. Yeah, yeah. We had a lot of fun in our in the early part of our uh, our dating relationship, uh, and uh, you know went on uh, lots of dates and just. Well, let me ask. Let me jump in real quickly. Um, So you know how like an anniversary will come up, or like a special occasion will come up, and specifically Valentine's Day, as we're talking about on this episode. But were there any challenges that y'all came across with like unmet expectations even at the beginning? Did you did you kind of figure out what made her tick pretty quickly, or did y'all have any like miscommunication with um, you know any anything like that? <coughs> and so, maybe I could ask Natalie; well, she'd probably be the better person to ask. That. <laughs> no, I mean expectations were I don't know he he's always been. I know we'll get down to it a little mm-hmm. more of the romantic. Like okay, our okay. first Christmas together, I okay. had mentioned how I'd been to a hotel and I loved the ropes. Like they had the softest. Well, he drove all the way oh, to this okay. hotel, got me this robe. I mean, I'm like, I just above and beyond mm, things. Okay. And like my favorite perfume, he asked me, what's that called? What's that called? Mm-hmm. He kept mispronouncing it like he was forgetting. <laughs> like I told you. Same thing. But got wow. me that for Christmas. So okay. just... Done really well, but as early in the marriage, yes, the you do have to learn how to communicate yeah, with one yeah, another. Yeah, yeah. And I'll jump in there just for yeah, come on. The ladies and me, like if I would be upset, instead of communicating how I felt, I'd hold it in. I'd be mad. I'd be short. Yep. Yep. Kind of. If Stephanie was sitting here, we mm-hmm. we went through the same yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you kind of women just kind of yep, to hold it in, yep. and we're just going to be short and frustrated. Mm-hmm. And instead guys of, are like. What what happened? You have no idea what's going. <laughs> Yesterday was amazing. What what happened? Yeah, I mean that's so relatable. I know anyone listening here probably can. If you've been married even for a short amount of time, you can relate to that. Mm-hmm. And so be encouraged that there are there there's a. Uh, you can cross that threshold. Yes, there is a learning curve. There is a learning yes. curve, and lean mm-hmm. into that learning yes. curve. Be a student of your wife, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and wives, be students of your husband, mm-hmm. and, and that will be that will serve you long yes. and well. Well, and then, and also just early on learning your the for me it was that love language. Mm-hmm. What's his love language? Yes, I wanted to bring What's that up actually. Language? Yeah, sorry, yeah. jumping way ahead. No, you're fine. No, that's good. <laughs> we can we can kind of go. I was gonna bring up so. You obviously knew. I'm guessing that your love language is a receiving gifts kind of a kind of a thing. Mine's more of an acts of service. Oh, acts of service. Mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. which are kind of the mm-hmm, same. Yeah, they're they're mm-hmm. kind of two sides of the same mm-hmm, coin a bit. Mm-hmm. 
um, just a receiving of somebody, right? right? And that's mine as well. Mm -hmm. My wife is not that at all. And I don't know if that's, if I don't know where y'all want to jump in real quickly about your love languages. Well, I learned <coughs> that his was quality time. Yes. Yes. And that's so my wife, actually. That's very it's interesting. It's so funny. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> we're the actual, we're, we're no, the exact I'm not opposite. that way. Mm -hmm. I mean, I do enjoy, mm -hmm. but I mean, for his quality time, like even if he's going to go work out in the garage mm -hmm. and do something, he doesn't need my help. Mm -hmm. He just wants me there. Or in the back of my mind, <laughs> like I have dishes to do, I have laundry to do, but I set that aside. Oh, man. And just hang out with him. Yep. We just chat. Yep. Listen to music, hang out. Yep. <laughs> Stephanie would be completely, I can fill up her cup of needing quality time by sitting on the couch with her and we don't have to say a word. True. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. can watch something on TV. Yeah. I can be reading something. I can be doing something completely uh, separate from her. But if I'm there, Mm -hmm. I know that that pours and fills up her cup. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's interesting how God brings together people that don't always have, or a lot of times don't have the same love language, yes. right? Because, yes. you know, because it'd be easy if both of us were just quality yeah. time, but yes. it's not like to do acts of service or mm -hmm. it, it's mm -hmm. kind of out of my comfort or I don't really understand why she needs that. And yeah. Like, yeah. And that can be frustrating <laughs> yeah. until it clicks yeah. that, no, 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 it, it needs to be the opposite. We should be excited to meet that need mm -hmm. because it is a need, right? Right. There is a need there that you, that God has put you both together to serve each other. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And it can be frustrating, but if you can understand that it's actually, that's like the fuel that fuels your marriage in right. one sense, right. then you should, it turns into a joyful thing. It yes. can be an exciting thing. And it gets easier over time. And it time. gets very easy to do. Mm -hmm. And this isn't a, well, I just can appease the wife, you know, that can be kind of how it might be perceived in some way, but oh my goodness, it, it can fuel and fire a marriage with understanding what makes each other tick. Yep. Mm -hmm. And it mm -hmm. forges you together. It really does. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and it becomes a natural thing, I think. And a you joyful, would say, a joyful yeah. thing. Mm -hmm. You don't really think about it consciously like, oh, what, what does my wife need today? You mm -hmm. already know what she needs, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh. She needs me to stop by Walmart on the way I home do, and, and pick up groceries for her. I'm so. seeing your list of Costco because uh -huh. it takes uh -huh. me an hour to get there. But you're, and he does yep. not enjoy yep. shopping. Yep. Neither so, do I. Could not care less. Oh, man. We went to a mall before, and I think he had a panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> you did. He's like, you got to get me out of here. Okay, let's go. There are too I many humans. Done. Yeah. I've, I've hit my limit. I'm ready to go. So that's a huge act of service that's, when you get something. That's hilarious. Okay. All right. So let's move on. So I want to ask this question. I think I kind of already know this, and you may have already hinted at this. Who is the more romantic in the relationship? Who's going to initiate the romantic uh, flavor of the marriage? Yeah, Natalie already talked about it earlier, yep. but I uh, yeah, Kyle. I would probably mm -hmm. be the more romantic I'm not. one. Not mm -hmm. you're not not romantic, Correct. but yes, yes, yep. he's a little more. So he's yep. the one who arranges our vacations, our getaways. In fact, next week he's taking me. Got us a cabin in Broken Bow, which mm. is the two of us. Mm -hmm. So he arranges those things and. Um, Very nice. Date nights, and I, I will have to say something funny. One of our date nights was um, he took me to a gas station. I got a honey bun. I love honey bun. And we went bow fishing. That nice. was our date night, which nice. actually was a lot of fun. 
Yes. It was a lot of fun. That sounds awesome, actually. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm not a boat Natalie's hunter, a good that's, sport. Yeah, I that's awesome. Good, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes our anniversary trips, you know, entail us going up to the Deer Lease that's for right. a but weekend. Hey, sitting but sitting in a deer stand or in a tree stand with your husband, quiet as can yeah. oh. But at the same time, we can go back to this love languages thing. As you know, that mm-hmm. that um, just sit in the deer stand or yep. the tree stand, yep. mm-hmm. that fills up his cup, right? right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of mm-hmm. one of these teeter-totters right. that it's one of you is doing it at some mm-hmm. point during, right. you know. But it's not a burden to me because <laughs> no. I know he yeah. loves it. I'm yep. having a good time. Yep. Like, yep. it's not a burden. It's an adventure, right? right? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yep. But Natalie's romantic also. She's, she'll leave me notes mm-hmm. and... Mm-hmm. You he know. still has one in his little duffel bag when he goes hunting. I left a little note says, I love you. It's been in there for 10 years now. Yeah, it's still probably. <laughs> I've, I've so. got, uh, that's so funny. I've got a note, a sticky note in my, in my desk drawer at the church right now uh, in the center pool uh, that Stephanie dropped off when we first came. Uh, this is almost a year ago now, mm-hmm. and it's still in there. And she had left me a little bag of chocolate because I love Aww. chocolate, and it says "I love you" with a little heart on it. And I just left that note in there. How yep. sweet those tiny <laughs> little gestures! Every time though. I open that drawer mm-hmm. for a pen or something, and I, I just see that, and it just reminds me. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, very sweet. Okay, so let's uh, let's uh, talk about Valentine's Day a little bit. Has has Valentine's Day ever been something that's been a big deal for your marriage? Has it been a uh, kind of indifferent um has it been a cause of an issue in your marriage or let's talk a little bit about that probably more of an indifference it's not not it's never been a huge deal in our marriage um i set the precedent early on in our marriage where uh set the pace uh, huh yeah yeah well so we (laughs) got married men men listen up yeah this is good advice right here We got married in November, but we were young and broke, mm-hmm. and so we didn't take our honeymoon until I think it was, well, it was February, where yeah. it was, so it was like four or five months later, we finally went yeah. on our honeymoon. We mm-hmm. went to Hawaii for our honeymoon. Wow. That's, when you live in Alaska, that's where you go. Yeah. You okay. go to Hawaii. That's where we so, Okay. And, uh, right. But I booked our return flight on Valentine's Day, so yeah. our first Valentine's Day as a married couple, we were flying back on, a, uh, okay. on the airport. All right. So. Kyle's flexing here on the podcast, okay? <laughs> Guys, y'all got to step it up. <laughs> I'm feeling so, like humiliated yeah. right no, now. That like, was honeymoon. That <laughs> was honeymoon. <laughs> 18 years. Oh, I'm teasing. I'm yeah, teasing. So, so early on. Uh, I love that. But uh, yeah, no, Valentine's Day. I mean, it's not like we, you know, have anything against it or uh, dislike it. Um, but we don't usually put a, a huge pressure on it. We'll do something. We do it, our anniversary, though, usually. Is oh, cool. Big okay, deal. so, so that anniversary. That yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah, our anniversary. Get away. Every five years, we go somewhere vacation, just the two of us. Nice, and nice. Have family that are very sweet to watch our children. Yep. So we did make more of a big deal of that day. Yeah. Well, and then also I have, we have that November, Christmas, December. My birthday is mm-hmm. January. He's done. Come on, Gary. <laughs> He's done. You're all out of gift yeah, giving I'm, by then. I'm tapped out. <laughs> come, yeah, come February, I'm like, we just well, have three months in a row. For that perspective, I, I, I mean, anyone can see how that could be. By, by February, by the second week of February, mm-hmm. you got nothing left. Yeah. <laughs> gift ideas gone. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. I guess what I, what I want to go to, or I want to hone into is... I want to tie in this cultural concept of Valentine's Day that can be and oftentimes is a real pressure for couples, Mm -hmm. Um, mostly for men, but I think it can be a lot for women as well because culture says that the man ought to, you know, spend all his money or do all this stuff for this one, one occasion 
for the woman that he loves. I mean, uh, jewelry stores start advertising, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. go into debt for this mm-hmm. woman that you mm-hmm. love, uh, you know, $15,000 ring that you can mm-hmm. pay off and your, your, your wife will, or your significant other will, you know, this will just make her whole world, right? And all this pressure from, and it's been going on a long time. Mm-hmm. I can remember as a kid seeing commercials on TV, you know, at the end of January, even right after Christmas sometimes, mm-hmm. that you would see advertisements starting after you spent all this money on Christmas, right? And then you see these advertisements for gold rings and diamond rings and things like that. Anyway, but I want to I talk about this from a biblical perspective. And I think that you guys are already kind of hinting at it. That the culture says spend one day or maybe a week of intentional time on your wife. Mm-hmm. And maybe for her anniversary as well. But it's all about her and it's kind of the husband's role to kind of appease the wife for a little while so she'd get off his, you know, it's, a, yeah. it's this really like dysfunctional thing. But what I want to bring into the conversation is this constant, consistent um, pouring into one another that happens all year around. It's not centered around a day or, or an amount of money that you spend. And this is the biblical way. And this is what forges marriages that we that Kyle, you are called to uh, not go off of a feeling, but you are called to, as a duty, to love your wife mm-hmm. and to serve her, give yourself for her. And the same thing for you, Natalie, for Kyle. And that goes with every marriage. And it is only then that we see what marriage truly is about. And it's not about buying a, you know, <laughs> a necklace on a day mm-hmm. that kind of keeps your marriage alive for the next year or that sort of a thing, right? Mm -hmm. So I know I'm kind of, I've said a lot, but that's where I want to kind of get, can you guys speak to that a little bit? Uh, Maybe an encouragement to a younger couple or maybe a couple that's maybe in your age range with who's battled this before. Do you have any words of encouragement in that, in that regard? Yeah. I mean, I think you, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, it's not about just one day or, or one event. I mean, it is a, it's a day in day out, um, finding things to do throughout the year, um, you know, to, to show your, your wife that you love her, um, maybe picking her up something special. But um, as far as Valentine's Day particular, you know, particularly that is concerned, you know, I think, you know, if you're a young married couple or you're new in a relationship, you know, one thing Natalie and I have always done really well, and I think it's kind of been one of the bedrocks of our relationship is we communicate very well. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we constantly are... are talking, texting. I mean, Mm -hmm. we we're just, we're in pretty constant communication with Mm -hmm. each other. Um, but we, you know, we talk about things that are coming up also, you know? So, I mean, early on, Hey, you know, Valentine's day is coming up in a, in, you know, a month, you know, what, you know, we, you want to do anything, you know, what are your expectations for Valentine's Mm -hmm. day for me? You know, that's a great question. You know, just ask. Yeah. Just ask. You know, just (laughs) communicate these things. When we expect men to read our minds. Yes. 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 So we just have to, and I love hearing that perspective mm-hmm. as well. well. Speak to that for just a minute. So, I mean, I, I did think that early on. And then I'm like, you, how do you not know how I feel right now? Yep. Come on, we've only been married a year. You should know me by now. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> yeah, right. That takes a long time. A yeah. long time. But it does, it does, though. I mean, 18 years, we can kind of you yeah. get to where you can read each mm-hmm. other's minds. But I still, there are times where I'm like, what They're, in the world am I? <laughs> what is she thinking right there now? There are <laughs> times, yes. I'll be frustrated. I'm like, all right. 
uh-huh. this is how I'm feeling right now, uh-huh. and I will just let him know. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm like, okay, now you, you you do with that information what you want. <laughs> yeah. and, no, but we also have to job. be yes. quick to forgive yes. if something, yes. you know, mm. slow to speak. I did appreciate Jason's sermons series he did, I think, on Proverbs, the tongue. The tongue can yes. be... It can it, cut. It can cut it deep. It can, yes. Mm-hmm. So mm. just not saying everything that pops mm-hmm. in your mind, kind of bouncing around in your head, like, you know what? That's not going to help the situation. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Mm-hmm. So just things like that. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> yep. When not to communicate. Like, that's really no, good. That's not. Yep. Mm-hmm. And as far as Valentine's Day, like I'd always heard like Valentine's Day was a holiday created by the greeting card company, you know, <laughs> to sell to sell more greeting cards and chocolate. So I was always like a little bit like kind of against it a little bit. Like you know? a contrarian, it's, yeah, right? Yeah, oh, it's like, no way. It's just like, you know, some, somebody, somebody made up just so they can make more money, you <laughs> yeah. know. So I've yeah. always been like a little bit more standoffish about the holiday. But then again, yeah. but you know, it's. Knowing your wife, knowing your spouse, if it's something that's important to her and, mm-hmm. you know, um, but, you know, have those conversations, set the expectations like, that's honey, mm-hmm. you know, hey, let's do this. Or mm-hmm. if, uh, you know, it doesn't, it shouldn't be a huge burden on you and your marriage. Right. Like this one day is coming that's exactly up. exactly right. Will right. you say that again? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I said, it shouldn't be a huge burden on you or your marriage that this one no. day is coming up. So that is don't exactly listen right. to the culture as far as that. I mean, it's like you said, it's day in, day out. But I mean, every now and then he will, he'll he bring home flowers for Valentine's. Yep. So I'm like, oh, yep. the kids will, he'll help take the kids to go get me something. But yep. it's not, nothing, we really just don't expect a lot out of that big day. Yep. That. Yep. And a part of that, you know, you've already said comes from 18 years mm-hmm. of yes. learning each other. And you know that, you know how he's wired and you know that he will surprise you sometimes. And that just gives you kind of Mm -hmm. that expectation of not a particular thing, but you know, he's going to do something at some point because that's just how Mm -hmm. he, he Mm -hmm. knows you, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. He knows that's what makes you tick. Right. And that's a wonderful thing. This back and forth. I love it. So let me, let me end, uh, let's end the episode with, um, have you ever read something particular, heard something maybe by a media or heard something from maybe someone individually that you know that gave you some advice that has always stuck with you about um, your marriage, especially with like a romantic life. Anything that you can like think about um, that you've heard? <clears throat> I know so, I've heard several things in yeah. my life that were really bad advice yeah. <laughs> from folks. Yeah, yeah. but uh, uh, anything things come to mind. Actually, we're uh, I'm part of a men's Bible study, and someone mentioned this uh, Monday morning, and it it kind of sparked the memory in my mind of some advice I got early on was, and it's something we live by, is that you know our we have three sons, and uh, our our children are secondary to our marriage. You know, Natalie and I, our marriage is is you know, above, uh, it's, it's a, it holds a prominent place in, in my heart, my priorities. Mm-hmm. It's Natalie and I first, and then our, and then our children. Bingo. And so that is something that I, you know, it was advice I was given early on. And it's something that Natalie and I have always strived to do is, mm-hmm. uh, our relationship comes above and it comes first. Yes. And so we put that relationship first. So that, that was some advice I gotten early on. And, um, and then, you know, we went through marriage counseling and, you know, we've been mm-hmm. through mar- other marriage stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, in Ephesians, it, it talks about, you know, husbands, um, you know, love your wife as you, you know, love yourself and mm-hmm. love your own body. And mm-hmm. I mean, that is the hardest thing in the world to do. I mean, by nature, we are selfish, sinful people. Mm-hmm. And when you really look deep down at how much you 
love and care for yourself. I mean, you don't treat your spouse yep. near yep. with that much yep. uh, care. But, yep. you know, that's, that's as husbands what we should be striving to do. We should be striving to love our wives and, mm-hmm. as, you know, as much as we love ourselves, which... Mm-hmm would be a lot. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. That is a, that is a, you know, as far as a, a biblical influence, I mean, that verse, you know, has really stood out to me. It's something that I strive to do. I don't do it perfectly. I probably don't even do it well. No, shame but, on you. Shame uh, on you. <laughs> you do it well. Yes. You so those were the two things that came to my mind. Cool. Natalie. What about you, Natalie? Anything for specific? Me, well, for me, it was, um, there was a couple up in Alaska that we were, well, actually we were around a lot of young, we were part of a young Bible study, but mm-hmm. One of the leaders of the, was a uh, J.R. and Rachel, um, was more respecting your husband and not ever truly respecting him, not speaking bad of him. Mm-hmm. I mean, your husband's going to frustrate you, of course, but I don't want to go and, you and know, voice and that. voice yep. and, and yep. voice that. I mean, of course he is, but I mean, you just think well of him and you respect him. I mean, I don't want to be that. Again, that nagging wife, mm-hmm. you know, that was another thing early on. I asked him to help me do something. Well, my expectation did right now. His was, I, I'll get to it. You know, he, he would. He really would. I asked him to take the trash yep. out. I, my expectations were right now. Mm-hmm. His will is going to finish this up. Mm-hmm. He'll get that done. Mm-hmm. So that was more just respecting and, you know, not talking about your husband like he's your, your other child. Or some people mm-hmm. would do that. Like, I'm not. Demeaning. Demeaning, yep. yes. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I heard something that sparked something in my mind real quickly um, that there is this, and I I was raised kind of in this world, but at the same time, I've heard it from other places as well, but there's this concept in the Christian, the larger Christian community for a while, at least, that's kind of... um, Men, you're just never going to be, uh, you're never going to be that guy that she needs. You're, you're, you're always going to have to work at it. Mm-hmm. You're just, um, stop being a kid, grow up, you know, mm-hmm. be that, and it's constant mm-hmm. that man up kind of, but, but there's never an encouragement to the couple as, cause, because what that does is that, um, that colors the wife's mind mm-hmm. and that tells the wife that your husband is just a teenage boy in, a, in an adult man's body and you're just kind of to put up with them for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if we could flip that in the, in the biblical model that the man is called to lead and maybe he doesn't do it perfectly all the time, mm-hmm. but there is this headship, um, uh, this leadership that the man is called to and does engage in, mm-hmm. even though he doesn't do it perfectly all right. the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and men, I would say just loving your wife as you love yourself. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the masculine call from yep. scripture. Mm-hmm. That's the true man mm-hmm. that can give himself to his wife that can love his wife as he loves himself. That's true biblical masculinity right. and manhood and husbandhood. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, not this macho persona that, you know, it's a, it's a fake out, outside that you put on for other people, but you're just a kid inside. You get yeah. to do whatever you yeah. want, throw a tantrum whenever you know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> anyway, there's a lot of stuff there. Um, but but I, and I would say just for yeah. me, for just coming alongside and being that helpmate and yeah. supporting and... Not being a burden, yeah, being yeah. helpful. Yeah, that's so good. That's so good. Um, man, there's so many good things there. Yeah. Do you have any last closing thoughts before we wrap this episode up? Anything that you would say to maybe a young couple right now? Um, this episode will come out, I can't remember if it's going to come out on Valentine's Day or the week before, but right around Valentine's Day this year. 
Um, what would be your uh, final closing word of encouragement to anyone who listens to this for this year for Valentine's Day? Well, for me, it's, um, okay, I, I don't get into Facebook and mm -hmm. all that. I mean, I don't want the culture to inform my mind. Yep. So I, it's scripture. It's yep. going, listen to sermons, yep. Jason, podcast, any, anything that is biblical. Keep mm -hmm. it, I mean, trying not to let the culture mm -hmm. inform your marriage because mm -hmm. you, you can do it that way or you can do it God's way. Yep. God's way is far more That's right. satisfying, That's right. joyful. And those two are in antithesis yes. together. Mm -hmm. You can't do both. Right. You have to give to one or the other. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. exactly. Now that's a good word. Yeah. That's a good word. Mm -hmm. I think uh, I think that about that that kind of hits the the nail on the head. But mm -hmm. I mean, other than that, I mean, I would just encourage you to. I mean, marriage. Uh, I've heard this also. You know, marriage is not a, a fifty fifty. It's a it's a hundred for hundred, right? Yes. And you, you know, as as men, don't expect your wife to. You know, she's not just uh, she's not just your partner. I mean, she's someone you need to love. You need to serve. You need to give a hundred of your hundred percent of yourself too. Yep. Mm -hmm. And it's work. You're not going to do it perfectly. You're not going to do it well at the beginning at all. But you know, keep trying. Right. Keep communicating. Keep loving your yes. wife. Mm -hmm. You know, be praying for your wife. And um, you know, by by God's grace, uh, you know, things do get things do get easier. I mean, there's definitely hard spells along mm -hmm. the way. But mm -hmm. I mean, as you grow with your wife, I mean you know, a lot of times things do get easier in your marriage. Yes. So mm -hmm. yeah. Being quick to forgive and yep. yes, being, some being also being able to take advice, you know, let's set that pride aside. You, mm -hmm. know what? you are wrong. Oh, what? <laughs> I am. I'm sorry. That's so hard to do. <laughs> that is so hard to do. I had to, it took me a while to learn that one. Yeah. Both it, it, it's on both sides. Yes. Right. Yeah, mm -hmm. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Quick to forgive. Both mm -hmm. of you give a hundred percent, and don't expect a hundred percent from your spouse exactly. if you're not giving a hundred percent yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even if you are giving a hundred percent, don't expect hundred percent. Exactly, from your spouse. that's not what even, the call is. That's right. right. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Exactly. Man, there's so much there, but that's it for today's episode, listener. We thank you for uh, tuning in to the Asking for a Friend podcast, and thanks for listening in today. We hope it's been a blessing to you on this special edition for Valentine's Day. Don't forget, though, before you go, like and share the podcast with someone that you might think would benefit from it. And also, the last thing is, if you have a question that our podcast would spark in your mind or from other areas of your life that you have a question you'd like us to check out and maybe answer at a future podcast, go to our website, bbcemory.org. Go to our media tab and scroll all the way to the bottom of the page. There's a, a box that you can submit us a question for a future podcast. But until next time, as usual, grace and peace be with you all.